Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Childhood Rising podcast. This space and this business have been intentionally designed to bring together an empowered collective of parents, educators, carers, and other folk who are all journeying alongside children. Through this podcast and our support services, we aim to raise the well-being of the whole child, as well as the adults who walk alongside them. We talk about trauma-informed caregiving, play, and the importance of attachment, while also not being afraid to cover the difficult but deeply reflective conversational topics too. If you too believe in the inherent wholeness, competence, and contribution children have to offer this world, then you're in the right place. Thank you for joining us again on the podcast here at Childhood Rising. This week, I'm joined by a guest. I have Elise here from Meditate with Friends. Thanks for joining us, Elise. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really, uh, really appreciate this. And it's so nice to connect with you. So happy to have you here. Maybe let's start by if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my name my name is Elise and I'm a proud mum of a son who's approaching too soon, which is loads of fun. We're having lots of adventure at the moment. Um, and yeah, I'm loving that part of motherhood. Um, it's, it comes with its its challenges, but it's um, it's really beautiful. He's really coming into himself, which I'm I'm loving watching. So um, and then I have just a bit about me. Is I, I love outdoors, all things natural. And the topic of well-being and children combined just lights me up. Like it sparks so much creativity and joy in my life that, um, yeah, it's just something really special. You know, bringing um, wellness to children um, is, um, yeah, just really, um, I don't know, just so important. Yeah, amazing. So important. And um, it just comes naturally to me. Like I value it for myself. Yeah. And having worked with children for a long time, I, um, yeah, I just, I see the benefits of starting young and combining those two. So, so um, I have a, yeah, I was going to say, I have a background in early ed and OSH, which is out of school hours care. That's what we call it um, in Sydney or New South sure. Wales. And that combination is where I started. And then that involved into me doing some children's yoga training and, um yeah, that's probably where it sparked the most is where I could realise I could combine the two. And um, and I, I taught kids yoga for quite a while of all ages from, you know, two or three up to teens in high school. And, um, yeah, and then that led me to creating my own kids meditation app, which um, we might talk about later. But, yeah, so a bit of a journey, but about me, mum and nature and, and and kids' well-being. So it's so good. It's so cool to hear, like, how the your different passions and just different aspects of yourself have really informed this, this sort of like passion project right it becomes more than just um like an app or a business that you created when there's this really like intent behind what we're doing which is really beautiful to hear yeah so much like just spending that amount of time and years like when you're in the process of it you sort of I don't know I wondered where I was going I'm always quite vision and goal driven in life but I was just sort of sitting with it, wondering where, you know, where is this going? I, I, I knew I wanted sort of, you know, more in my life. I knew I had more to give, but wondered where it was going. And then when I did my kids yoga training, I just, it just sparked so much mm. um, passion and ideas for me and a realisation of how challenging some, like how challenging 
like childhood can be for some for some children some families you know they have go through some really tough times and they may or may not be supported um in their family unit or in their school unit and so um you know I, I learned so much about children's mental health and and that they there were many children struggling with it and and um yeah, it's kind of it overwhelmed me. It was a really big maturing stage in my mid-20s when I went and did this course. I was like, wow, like, like if if I if I commit myself to something like this, I can really make a difference. I can really help kids more than just, you know, care for them and be there for them. But I can I can create a program or create opportunities to actually make a difference. Yeah. And it just it was like, wow, like life just went to a whole new level for me so um, at that point. Yeah. So, so grateful. I mean, meditation is so powerful for, you know, adults and children alike. When was it that you first discovered meditation and what sort of role does it play in your life right now? Yeah, so like I was mentioning in my mid-20s, it actually came at a really amazing crossroads. So I was probably at my lowest, you know, I had some dark days in my 20s where just getting up like was a struggle or, um, you know, I just had this sense of loss and lack of purpose I didn't know where I was going and I wanted more but I didn't know and I just um and meditation is what gave me a break yeah from, like those uncomfortable feelings it didn't wash it away it 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 just gave me some relief and then I I really got into yoga even though the first time I had tried it, I didn't like it. I was probably quite resistant to it because it brought stuff up. But um, yoga helped me get out of my head and back in my body again. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like for me personally, meditation is even just, you know, I mean, there's so many benefits to it, but for me personally, I even just find it's a time to sit with whatever it is I need to feel because we can yes. get so caught up in the busy, right, of like parenting yes. and working and life and all the things but like carving out that space for meditation is can really just be a time to sit with whatever it is that we need to allow ourselves yeah, to feel. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Rather well, than thinking it needs to be a time where you're pushing things away, yeah. where you're just actually yeah. accepting yourself. Totally. You're just sitting in a place of, okay, today I'm feeling really heavy in my heart or I've got this nauseating feeling and I, I don't even know why, but mm. I'm, you know, and you get this mixture of feelings and I think, when you actually give yourself space to feel them is actually when they start to dissolve a little because mm, the uh, resistance makes them bigger. Yeah. 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 And there's so many benefits for it for us as adults, but you know, lots of benefits for meditation for children too. But I mean, even the whole family unit, you know, as a whole, could you maybe speak to what some of those benefits um, are for meditation would, in children and the family unit? Yeah, I would love to. I'd love to. So Meditation and mindfulness practice practices and breath work and yoga movement and actually all exercise, to be honest. Like some people mm. just really enjoy playing a sport. It can be their meditation to some degree or not even to some degree. It, it can be, you know. It's where you, um, where you can be present. Like they all have that same thing in common yeah. and they can help move and change energy in your body. So whether you're sitting in stillness and that's your thing and you really like to meditate or you're going for a walk and you're doing your best to just be present in that walk rather than get caught up in your 
to-do list or reflecting back on maybe a conversation that didn't go so well the day before instead of using it as a reflection time kind of be more childlike and just take it in like they always pick kids always pick up on the flowers along the way and the colors and they'll discover the caterpillar and um so what's amazing about all those things whether it be then actual meditation whether you're doing a guided meditation that you're listening to something or you're you're pretty good at sitting and just closing your eyes and scanning your mind through your whole body and just letting go a little, or you're doing some breath work where you're, you know, focused on slowing your exhale out or you're moving. All of those things have this thing in common. They release hormones Mm. and they have a physical response on our nervous system. And then they also have this amazing ripple effect on the health of our body. Amazing. Um, So, that it's it doesn't matter how you find your meditation, you know, and sometimes they get us out of their out of our head. Not sometimes, they often actually sometimes they don't, you know. You know, mm. sometimes you're it, it can be a busy day and there's a lot going on and you have a go and you might sit for five minutes or you know, you go and do your run or your walk and you end up, you know, you end up more in your head, but at least you've given it a go and you've kept the consistency and you might try it again in the next day and you get that little bit more benefit out of it yeah but so good you know like it's not there doesn't always go to plan um and I think we got to be kind to ourselves actually and um not put so much pressure yeah but but give it a go just give it a go and not make a big deal about it and um yeah so some of these benefits (laughs) (laughs) um I (laughs) I want to mention because it's not about all those thoughts are not a problem. Like we're made to think, you know, our mind is full of thoughts on like 60, 70,000 thoughts, if not more a day on average. And what happens with the thoughts is that if we're, we're stuck in a state of thinking more negative thoughts, our emotions start to sort of take over and they like they attach to those thoughts. Mm. So you know, you might start your day after the school drop off, for example. You know, I'm going to share a mum life example just because yeah. I, my mind is thinking even more than before <laughs> now that I'm a mum. And you might do school drop off, for example, and and then you're you're driven off and you're thinking, did I tell them to pack their jumper? Or should I pack? I should have packed it myself. Uh, but then I want them to be more independent. You know, why do I have to remind them of these things? Or I I think they have enough snacks for morning tea or probably not the healthiest today, even though I want them to eat their fruit. But we ran out and, you know, oh, I should have told Harvey to go to the shops, you know, go on and on and on. All the- yeah, yeah. And they're like a psychomagnet, you know, like and you can spiral in regret and failure and it might turn into more deep, bigger feelings the longer this goes on for, you know, shame and disappointment. And, and then it even has the, the potential to turn into an argument if you're feeling like you're doing it all alone. And then there's anger. So all this, all this heavy emotion from a few thoughts of really just reflecting on did I pack the jumper mm. can, can just evolve into more heaviness and it can take over. And, and, we, and so what we have to remind, remind ourselves is that like positive attracts positive, negative attracts negative. And the beauty of meditation or taking these moments, these little pauses in our day, is it gives us a break 
and it breaks the cycle and the momentum of that energy. Mm. And and then we we can step back and the more we meditate or the more we take moments of of stillness where we breathe or we take a walk without our phones or we listen to a song properly and actually take in the lyrics rather than just have it in the background mm. like we used to in our teens and <laughs> try and learn the lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the moments of presence, right, and just like this yeah. knowing of these thoughts instead of letting them consume us, I guess. That's I feel, exactly right. Yeah, I, I feel like I talk to a lot of parents or have conversations with friends even who are parents and we say like, yeah, we're all on board that we think that meditation is a great thing, but then Mm. we get caught up with how is it that we can actually integrate this into our daily lives and our daily routine, like especially with children, like not just for ourselves, but for using this with our kids too. What would be some of your tips for parents looking to start using meditation in their daily life routine with kids? Okay. So some tips to include meditation or mindfulness easily into your life and include it in your family routine, there's actually quite a lot we can do. Mm-hmm. Now, what I would suggest is picking something that feels something simple and brief that feels right for you and putting yourself a note maybe on a whiteboard or wherever you keep something that's really visual for you to see, even a post-it note near your sink or somewhere where you need a little reminder jog where you often feel a bit of pressure where you feel like there's a little bit of um, a a need to perform to get something done in a short time or where you spend a lot of time and it takes a lot of your energy and even if it's something simple like now's a good time to take a breath and a little encouraging note to yourself maybe a few more maybe take 10 breaths today and then you once you see that poster note, it might start to come into different aspects. So I try to really get the most out of my shower time when I get them, when I get a nice quiet shower and I don't have someone knocking on the door. Yeah. <laughs> Luxury. <laughs> and just, yeah, totally. Um, might happen a couple of times a week if yeah. I'm lucky. <laughs> um, but just to take in the senses of that experience. Yeah. And it is a really simple way of, like but sometimes we need a reminder hence why the post-it note or like a whiteboard on your bathroom mirror you know do the check-in so check in it's the sensation the temperature of the shower the sound of the water running um I love that you know the the feeling of the space yeah you know it's like super simple but it's your reset yeah your and I hate to offer suggestions because it's an on-the-go thing but It's also a space where we spend a lot of time when we start thinking again. Mm. It's like it becomes our, like we add to our next like checklist of the next shift that's coming after the shower. So instead of adding to it and building that energy in the body of more to-dos or more regrets, you know, as we reflect, making yourself a reminder somewhere to check in. So you want to go through all of your senses. How does it feel? How does it smell? How does it taste? You know, what's going on, you know, in your senses in that moment? Mm. And and that can be done anywhere. It can be done vacuuming. It can be done cooking. It can be done when you're lying down on the floor of your kid's bedroom. Yeah, and it can be it can be as simple as that. It, some people are really like quite tactile and physical, so they like a bit of a squeeze into the hands and the release brings them back into their body and out of their head. I love and, that. 
I'm totally yeah. going to take this idea. I am good. Amazing. Something I'm just thinking as you were saying this, how handy it would be to have something like on the back of our door. So before we leave in the morning, like this is feeling like go, 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 right? Like we need to get out the door and get to school on time. Yes. But actually that like visual prompt to just like stop for 30 seconds and just like, okay, nervous system first before we worry about being late somewhere. Just totally. to take a moment. I think that would be so, so helpful. So I think we're going to try that. I like that. Because yeah, if you're late, you're late, right? It's already happened. The time's yeah. passed. Yeah. So why not arrive calm with your on time or totally. late? Like, don't bring you know need to bring all that with you but it's a habit of thinking that yeah we're failing and that maybe if we just push a bit more we might make it a couple of minutes earlier than really late <laughs> yeah and I, I really like it because you know a lot of our listeners are educators as well or professionals working with children mm. and that's something that could be integrated into professional practice too you know educators could have it on the staff room somewhere or you know within the the space somewhere just as a prompt to try to remind us to come back into our body so yeah absolutely I love that. and of course I, no I was gonna say yeah. I worked at an uh, I, I worked at an early childcare center a few years back and we had these beautiful quotes up on the wall and it was always such a nice reset in the lunch break like yeah I would even if it was the same thing up it was a really I actually almost needed the repetition of it actually mm. um to remind me and bring me back in so yeah yeah I love that and you have also created created this beautiful app meditate with friends um, which is another way that parents could be um, exploring meditation with their children could you tell us a bit more about the app yeah oh, gosh I would love to so it has been a very long working progress so it's, it's building and it's it's still growing but um, it's it's at a really good it's a really good stage. It's working really well. It's really easy to use. Mm -hmm. And what's special about it is all the audio um, recorded meditations are all voiced by children. So cool. And it's just really like, even when I listen to it myself and the first few times after we had completed the first round of recordings, I would well up with emotion at their innocence. Like mm -hmm. I just couldn't believe the effect it was having. Um, because that kids are naturally mindful mm. and the whole point of these meditations for them is actually to keep them that way to help them maintain their inner child you know mm. to have them enjoy this tool for the rest of their life and to start really young so they can hold on to some of that presence of mind that we often lose as adults and there's something so relatable about listening to another child too isn't there yeah, I, I asked one girl, one of the young recorders, actually what she thought. You know, I thought, what do you think of this? You know, kids kids' voices for meditation. And she said, I think it's better. She's like, I, I think because kids know kids best. And yeah. I was like, I think I need to use that slogan yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it's so true. Oh, They're God. so in their own, um, you know, in their own stage, they get each other. And so connecting and listening and being soothed by another child um yeah it's it's been really beautiful to watch some of the young meditators become leaders yeah. break their own little barriers of being nervous of recording and um even like I, we were mentioning before um before we started recording ourselves about hearing their own voice back yeah you know, that that triggers the ego a little bit so to actually develop the confidence to pass through that and you know sometimes a recording for one meditation can take you know 40 45 minutes because of the repetition of it all. And just, I feel so blessed to be in the room with them, watching them 
you know, get through it and grow and feel so special um, that they've helped other kids because they actually understand. Um, they actually understand that they're supporting other children's well-being. They, they really know, when I explain to them, they really know what they're doing and their compassion is just, it's so inspiring actually. Mm. It really is. It's such a beautiful gift that you've created for children. Where can people download the app and where else could they find out more about you and what it is that you do? Yeah, so it's available on both um, Apple um, and Google Play, so both app stores. Right. And you, I have, I'm fairly active on Instagram. So our, my Instagram is Meditate with Friends. And we have all the links in the bio that will take you to our website or directly to your preferred um, uh, Play Store. So that's really easy and straightforward. Um, but I also, you're welcome to reach out to me in an email if you want to have a chat more about this. Um, I'm, I'm very open. I'm even happy to have a chat and a call if you want some more ideas of how um, I can make suggestions to support the introduction of meditation with your family and children. Totally. Um, yeah, like I started sharing the app with my son when he was like, I don't know, seven or I think even less, but anyway, about seven months old. And I didn't expect it to be beneficial. I, I just obviously was quite passionate and wanted to try this app out that I created with him and was very eager and not willing to wait till three when I, that's how I, the age group, I had designed it for three right. to 12. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I tried it out with him and just like phenomenal response by, by one and a half. He was telling me who we wanted to listen to and I could remind him of the breathing and, and whenever he was having big feelings, once he got to know how to use it, I could remind him to take a couple of those breaths. So he was able to relate what he heard in the meditation, the guided meditations into his, you know, some of his big, big feelings. And um, I've, I've been able to support that because I listened to them with him. I can, I can use those as tools to guide him um, so because, yeah, we have meditations for all different times of day. We have evening, asleep. Um, we have a car ride meditation. So a bit like what you were talking about with the post-it note on the door because of the, the stressful mornings where you could actually jump in the car and play the car ride meditation on your way to school. And it's a really beautiful check-in to the moment, you know. Mm. Um, it talks about who's next to you and, and like even if you're next to a brother or a sister or someone who's bumping your arm, let's, let's notice that instead of being agitated by it. Mm. You know, what's that sensation like? Um, so it's a really nice check-in for everyone on their way. So I hope that helps. I'm sure Um, it's going to help lots of people and it's a skill that we can give kids for life. So it's such a, sounds like such an amazing and beautiful app. And I'm sure that lots of parents and possibly even educators might get on board with it too. I run, I'm running children um, and parent workshops in early childhood centers at the moment. I've got a couple coming up and um, either online or in person, face-to-face, depending where you are uh, in Australia. And it's all about helping families make it really easy and giving them practical tools um, to help your child find that calm and build that resilience um, through managing those feelings and just making the most of the app and how to support your whole life with it. So I'm running those in early childhood centres and preschools. Mm-hmm. So if anyone works in... Um, yeah, in a, in, a, in a center that thinks that this would be amazing. Um, yeah, please reach out um, on, on my email or we'll leave some details up somewhere, I guess. I'll put some notes in the, um, 
uh, in the show notes of the podcast episode, so that people can find mm-hmm. the direct links of where Thank they need to go. Thank you so much. Well. Yes, yeah, cool. but that those um those education like sort of workshops and webinars are really helping. So yeah, amazing. Thank you so much, Elise, for joining no us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.